Welcome to our podcast, Growing Give and Take Kids, Power Traits for Life. This program is brought to you by Victoria Kendall Hodson and Mary Emma Willis of Reflective Educational Perspectives. They are founders of the Learning Success Institute and Solomar Academy Independent Study Program. They are also co-authors of Discover Your Child's Learning Style and Self-Portrait Power Traits Assessment. Their mission is to give parents and teachers the tools to empower kids to thrive in the real world by focusing on their strength, or as they call it, power traits. Please visit powertraitsforlife.com or reflectiveed.com for more information. You can also check out learningsuccessinstitute.com and solomaracademy.com. Hi, I'm Mary Emma. I'm Victoria. And today's episode of Growing Give and Take Kids is a story. So Victoria, I want to tell you this story about a student that I was working with. He was in seventh grade in a private school. Um, I'll call him Greg. His parents came to see me because he wasn't keeping up with his classwork and assignments. And he seemed to be having trouble with reading comprehension and wasn't doing well on tests. So they thought he had a learning disability and that it affected his comprehension and organization and even his writing skills, things but he, like that. he wasn't diagnosed with that, that the parents were just... Well, this was their himself. first step in finding out oh, whether he did or not. Mm-hmm. So I did do a few tests, and um, I'm going to tell you those results first, which is a little bit of the technical stuff, but if you hold on, there's really interesting stuff coming mm-hmm. <laughs> later okay. in the story. So I did some tests and found he's pretty much at grade level, actually, in most areas. Um, you know, he could use a few tricks for learning how to study better and mm-hmm. organize um, his uh, work um, or to write an essay, things like that. But his comprehension was fine. His spelling, though, was definitely not a strength, which that goes for actually a lot of people, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And then Greg also, of course, took our own self-portrait power traits assessment. And those results showed that he's strongest in what we call the curious and the supportive dispositions. So he learns best when he's able to take his time thinking things through Mm -hmm. and jumping from subject to subject is not for him. Mm -hmm. He does better when he can concentrate on one project um, for a while. And what also works is being able to discuss a lesson and for him to be able to talk things through with someone. So discussions, field trips, and time to doodle, time to reflect and discover are some good strategies for those dispositions, the curious and the supportive. And then um, now this last uh, section, I'm gonna go over the modality section in the assessment, showed him to be a picture and hands-on learner. Mm -hmm. So that would indicate use of charts, mapping, clustering to increase his organization and writing skills. And for spelling, things like um, computer games and spelling tricks that have visual cues hands-on techniques for taking words apart. Those could all help him be a better speller. Mm -hmm. 
Also, his natural talent for scientific discovery, that could actually be integrated into his whole school program. Um, that would take advantage of his strengths and build confidence and self-esteem. Now, I don't, I don't know, did I tell you he's in seventh grade? Yeah. He's in seventh grade in a <laughs> yeah, private school. Right. So, all right, now this is where it gets really interesting. When we were all together, Greg, his parents, um, and I were discussing the results, something else came to light, the results of the self-portrait. His family realized that Greg was the only one in the family with a curious and supportive disposition. The rest of them, um, the other two kids and the parents, are spontaneous disposition people. So they're highest in spontaneous. They're always on the go, athletic, energetic, they're noisy, and no one could understand why Greg didn't fit in with all of this. Why he didn't want to go to game? They they go to so many games, athletic events, mm -hmm. and things like that. So, are you, did they come to you to find out what was wrong with Greg? Well, that? yes. Okay. That's what people usually okay. do. <laughs> I know, but I thought maybe it's like they... what's wrong and how do we fix it? Yeah. Okay. So this was a real eye opener because suddenly they were going, "Oh my gosh." we're totally different from, you know, he's like the only one that's got these other types of dispositions and he doesn't want to go from game to game and always be on the go, high level, mm -hmm. high energy level. Um, and he would get upset and edgy and crabby because he didn't really know either mm -hmm. why or what was going on. Well, now the parents understood he needs quiet, reflective time. He needs time to just be alone with his own thoughts or to explore and discover and invent things because, you know, that's who he is. So, what do you think happened next? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm all ears. Okay. <laughs> what happened you. next? So, he definitely, Greg definitely recognized himself in these descriptions of the curious and supportive disposition. How could you tell? Was he... Was he, were he, did he have big eyes? Oh, my and gosh, yeah. When I was talking about them, his whole facial expression changed. He started smiling. His, like, his body language. I mean, everything just relaxed. And it was almost like, I knew it. I, it or I told you so or something. Although, you know, we yeah. really... How many times do we hear that? Yeah. I told you. Yeah. So um, he was really connecting with this. Yeah. And so, and then we talked about it, you know, that, so he wasn't stupid or lazy after all. Those are some labels that were coming up uh -huh. uh, for himself. I, was, I must be stupid. Yeah, I was wondering if they had the parents started yeah. label him because that yeah, labeling well, I, him. And they wouldn't call him stupid. No, but they of course not. They were talking yeah. about learning disability and, you know, mm -hmm. really a lot of people just, especially kids, um, interpret that as being stupid. I can't do it. Yeah, you know, right. um, or lazy. 
if you try harder, you know, or if you apply yourself, right. things like well, that. Well, I imagine sort of antisocial would come up if he didn't want to go with well, them to yeah. all these places. That, that he wants, too. They want to go. So, um, so, they, so, so we're eliminating stupid, lazy, disobedient, contrary, mm-hmm. and even learning disabled. Mm-hmm. So he started to f- understand that he had a wonderful learning style of his own. And he was smart, and he was inventive. Um, And um, also that he was in a learning situation that, you know, it's a traditional school situation, school classroom, um, that did not allow him to make use of these particular talents and strengths that he has, or to learn in a way that um, that met his learning needs, that would help him learn better. And so in a way, he was being forced to operate, you know, um, contrary to his makeup, mm-hmm. right? which, which mm-hmm. we know happens a lot. Well, Greg's family began to allow him uh, to have opportunities at home to have quiet, reflective time in the midst of all this frenzied stuff going on with the rest of the family. They also gave him some choice as to whether he would accompany them to all of their activities and you know all of their games. Um, so he got to choose that he was mm-hmm. staying home, maybe for that really important game he would go, but he wasn't going every... Because I'm pretty sure they had something going almost every day with the mm. different kids Exhausting. doing different things and the parents being in their own athletic mm-hmm. things, you know. So but with respect to schoolwork, his parents talked to his teachers and also encouraged him to use the information um, about, you know, this information that he just learned about himself, his modality, preferences, talents, etc., that he would use it himself and apply it when doing homework and studying for tests. And so I was helping him learn more about how to do that. Mm-hmm. Well, do you think the teachers changed anything? Because the parents did talk to him, to the teachers. Oh goodness, um, they may have tried, but it's usually very difficult for teachers to implement these yeah. new things for one person. So yeah. I would say not much changed, if anything. Yeah, and and sometimes there are teachers who yeah can change quite a bit, but in this case, um, nothing changed. Mm-hmm. One of his teachers wasn't really interested, according to the parent. That's how it came across. And the other one, um, the parent reported, was sympathetic with the situation, but she said that she had such a large class um, that there wasn't much she could do. However, she wanted to acknowledge these things about Mm -hmm. him and encourage him. Well, that was great. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so what happened? So what did Greg do? Well, he didn't turn into the perfect student, but his attitude completely changed. Hmm. He understood that sometimes um, we're stuck in a job or some situation like a classroom that's less than ideal. Um, And he understood there was nothing wrong with him. That was the best Hmm. part for me. Rather, the system was the issue or the problem, I'm putting that in quotes, 
um, he, he stopped thinking he was stupid and he stopped feeling inadequate and angry. He was angry mm-hmm. when they first came in. You know, mm-hmm. he sat there with his arms crossed and just like, you know, you're bringing me to this place and like, you know, I mean, kids, I, I don't even know how to explain this, but it really brings up anger to think that people around you think there's something wrong with you. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. And you're not measuring up. And mm-hmm. why can't you be like everybody else? Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. So he actually started to improve in school, even though nothing changed. All by himself, he started applying the information that he learned about his best ways to learn. And he also was more willing to cooperate with the teacher um, and the system now that he knew that it wasn't his fault. There was nothing wrong with him. Mm -hmm. So the parents were like kind of blown away. (laughs) Really? Wow. And uh, I know that this is not a totally unique story because we have, you know, similar ones and you have similar ones. Um, But I thought it was a really good example of what can happen just by uh, finding out more about the students' strengths, talents, interests, Mm -hmm. and um, allowing them to be that and encouraging that Mm -hmm. in them. So one of the lessons from this story, I think, is that often simply acknowledging that student's characteristics and uniqueness and just simply talking about his or her strengths is enough to bring back uh, self-worth and more confidence and change their attitude. Yeah, and then what you saw was more cooperation all around. Yes, yes. Fantastic. Yeah, because, I mean, the schoolwork was still the same, right? But now he's willing to look at it in a different way Mm -hmm. or apply some of the things he learned about the strategies he could Mm -hmm. use based on his uh, styles and um, strengths and things like that. So he he felt himself as a participant in his education. He'd been heard about yeah, who he is. Yeah. He had some tips and knowledge about himself yeah. that he could apply. This is reminding me of the the movement from the rigid mindset mm. to the growth mindset. Oh yes, Carol Dweck. Carol Dweck, work. Dweck's work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I'm I would guess that he would start growing as a person and as a student. Do you have any follow-up from him? Well, um, so, yeah, I mean, his parents were, first of all, I was very pleased that his parents were willing to look at this. Oh, my gosh, yes. And not continue to say, well, we don't care. You have to go to our games or whatever. You know, Mm -hmm. they started to understand that you can be different but still be a member of the family and participate mm-hmm. and um, contribute in your own way to the family. Mm-hmm. It doesn't all have to be the, exactly the yes. same way. Yes. Um, and the, so what you were saying, continuing on that vein, yes, because whether or not the school program has changed, a lot of times the kids just feel better. 
-hmm. They act differently knowing that, oh, I'm okay. I just need a few tricks or go, or maybe I don't really love being here, but I'll just do the best I can, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and then um, I wanted to, you know, point out that if the school program could take in Greg's strength information totally into account, then he would have really taken off, you know, or much faster. Which we've seen in the independent study students right, we've right. worked with. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So if he was homeschooling or was in a classroom that was set up for more flexibility, mm -hmm. and not just for him, of course, for any students right. in that, that classroom. Right. Um, and yet, again, even without that piece, there was major change in his attitude and, and in his performance. Um, so any kind of strengths assessment information to me is a powerful tool, you know, mm -hmm. in this regard. Um, For the student themselves, the yeah. parents, and the, and the te teachers. teachers. Yeah. So it's a three-way win. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, definitely. And then the last point is the more the family members know and understand each other, the better able the family will be to meet the needs of each individual um, and create more harmony in the family as a whole. Yeah, yeah. Just more understanding all around. Right. Yeah. Well, maybe some other time we can talk about this subject of the needs more specifically because okay. yeah. that's we'll, coming up as a... We'll do another uh, episode. Episode, <laughs> yes. yes. So anyway, this whole thing, this whole story to me is another example of how to grow, give, and take kids by acknowledging them, letting them yeah. also discover their own strengths and, and working with each member of the family. Um, so that, yeah, that was fun to hear. Yeah, yeah I get excited you, every time you. I hear one of these yeah. stories. So this is, um, that's the end of this story. And if anyone um, would like to contact us or if you have a question, Feel free to email us at info at learningsuccesscoach.com. <laughs>